Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the voice cast where we take a look at your favorite animated characters and figure out which voice actors played them the best, the worst, and the weirdest. I'm your host Justin, with me always is Will. Hello everyone, unfortunately we don't have a guest this week because the Phantom Father got asked to be the local judge at the nearby bar's dick measuring contest. He's head judge. Probably because he knows a thing or two, I wouldn't know. On my business. I sometimes ask him for help. So I know that he's qualified. Yeah, they need someone to hold a ruler. Anyway, this is part three of our Batman month, going through every Batman voice actor to have ever reached for a microphone before. Every. Single. One. <sighs> Batman is a very toothsome subject. Yeah. But of course, we do highly recommend you down in the comments below letting us know who is your best, worst, and weirdest out of all the voice actors we talk about this week. Oh, I want to bring up some... I just got this comment. I watched this video a while ago about Lonnie Manella, who, she's done some work around. She's, if I believe so, she's a couple of the Koopalings now, of voice actors who you don't necessarily know, but it's just one of them who kind of fills in the gaps. Probably one of her most iconic slash infamous roles was the voice of Bubsy in Bubsy 3D. Oh, boy. So, you know, me, like six years ago, for this video celebrating this voice actress's career, I just write a comment, and it all started with Bubsy 3D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what they tell you. Well, I got some nice comments at the time, like, it's cursed. <laughs> cursed. But then, this was six years ago when I made this comment. Three hours ago, I got some fucking guy being like, no, her first video game role was for a stall. And I'm like, fuck off. You mean a stall? Fucking... It's this old video game, I don't know, but it's like, you fucking dork. Who can I would just it's clearly I'm trying to make a joke here because Bubsy 3D is such an infamous game. Well, I don't know about you, but I don't bother to respond to a comment, even if I'm interested in it, if it's from at least a month old. Because, you know, they're a completely different person by then. It's like they don't care. Yeah. But this dude gave enough of a shit to to nerd splain me. Six years in the making, and I, and it took me a second to be like, "Oh fuck, I did comment on this." God damn, some people, man. Yeah, dude. Anyway, we're starting off with Darren Norris. Mm, Wayne Enterprises has gone all out. Fully holographic training simulations. You'd be surprised, Superman. These holograms are made of solid light. They feel real to the touch, as real as you and me. That control panel is holographically disguised as a rock. If I can make it there, I can shut this place down. It's over, Joker. One of my favorite voice actors of all time. This man has been an ever-present person in my childhood. Starting from when I first heard him in the days of Fairly Odd Parents, Digimon Frontier, and Dot Hack. In Digimon Frontier, he is Mercurymon. In Fairly Odd Parents, he is the voice of Mr. Turner and Cosmo. In Dot Hack, he is the voice of Pyros and Pyros III in GU. And he's also the live action actor in Ned's Declassified for Gordy, the janitor. That's the first time I realized about him. But then he's also done a lot of other things, like Dirge and Kiati Mundi in the Star Wars The Clone Wars Tartakovsky series. He's a guy that's always there, and you never expect him. He's he's like a ninja. This man, Jay, he was a, he was the in the spectacular Spider-Man. He was Jay Jonah. Oh, I love that portrayal of him. So good. Before I get deeper into it, though, he played Batman in the 2010 DC Super Friends short, The Joker's Playhouse, directed by Cyro Nielli, one of my favorite animation directors this is a dude who worked on the original team titans super but yeah super robot monkey team hyper force go and the 2012 ninja turtle show for nickelodeon 
just a real auteur, and this short was a lot of fun. An episode of Joker taking control of the Hall of Justice's VR and just causing a muck. And the superheroes that y'all know and love have to band together to stop him. And as a Batman, Darren Norris, he is a pretty good. He, he He's a bit of a callback to the Kevin Conroy in Attitude, where he's calm, cool, and collected. But this Batman seems to be more busy-minded and less nuanced. I think he channels Dietrich Bader very well. He very much does. And I like that. It's a very refreshing Batman. Yeah, it's kind it's a bit generic, but he has a lot more character than Olin Soul, which you have to consider because he was the original Super Friends Batman. Yeah. At the very end, Batman's like, okay, we have to clean up this mess, and everyone and all the Super Friends do that kid thing where it's like, uh, I gotta go, bye. So And then he so gets Batman all grumpy. No, he just kind of smiles about it. He's like the dad who's like, uh, oh, man, I love these kids, even though I get annoyed by them sometimes. Which is very much like Gordy from, uh, from the Declassified, where Ned, Cookie, and Moe's would make major fucky-wuckies, and he'd just be like, eh, at least they had fun. And then he had to clean up the mess. Uh, Literally. Yeah, He's true. the janitor. <laughs> Great show. Great show. Great short. Not much to say about it. It was just good. Just a good performance. Speaking of good something short. that was a show, Justice League Christ's on Two Earths is where we're going next time. And with one of the Baldwin brothers, one of the illustrious four, we have William Baldwin. What did you hide on my satellite? What was so valuable that the crime syndicate would cross dimensions to get it? If we're really alike, you know this is wrong. You must have been a good man once. There is a difference between you and me. We both looked into the abyss. But when it looked back at us, you blinked. He looks like he's perpetually staring into the sun. He does. Maybe he's perpetually staring into the ass of his brother, because he seems to be the Baldwin brother that's a little bit behind the others. Yeah, I can see that. Well, the only other major thing that he voiced, he was Johnny 13 and Danny Phantom, aka the Ghost Rider. Literally. He had, he had a ghost that caused people misfortune, and he drove around on a flying motorcycle. You can call it his stand, probably. Yeah, he calls out his stand. Is that too gay? Is it too gay to say that Danny Phantom has JoJo stands? No. He's alright. I don't know. I, I wasn't feeling this one. He's definitely, he was definitely just a Hollywood choice. Like, if we get a Baldwin on this, then, oh boy. Oh yeah, we're gonna get the major moolah. Because you also had, because you also had people like, um, James Woods as Owlman. Josh Keaton. The, the one that really does bring out how weird of a cast this is, is Mark Harmon as Superman, who... He's the he's the main dude in the show NCIS, which I watched when I was younger. My dad loves it. So it's like, okay. I mean, why not, I guess. Oh, we got Jim Meskimen. Okay, um, Slovic Batman is Captain Super. And Carlos Adazraki as Breakdance. Yes, Breakdance. I did like this movie, though. I I watched it once. I enjoyed it. Um, I, I, I it, it was definitely a show to me. I wasn't too into it. Oh, Josh Keaton is Aquaman. Yeah, it's all right. A lot of the um, Justice League stuff after Unlimited, it kind of gets wishy-washy. Yeah, I can see that. It feels more like a product, you know, just like the new movie every year thing. Yeah. Overall, not too bad. Nah. I mean, a not be, gonna... A lot could be desired from Baldwin. Yeah. I mean, granted, you're up against James Woods, who is always amazing in any voice role he does. So it's like, it's kind of hard to compare. Very. Underperformed in his own movie. Mm-hmm. Speaking of underperforming, or over-considering, um, we got Gary Barton in Little Big Planet 2. Sack boy, huh? I was a boy once. An innocent, naive... Happy boy. Luther still has Superman captive. Without help, 
The Megalex will become operational, and Superman will be destroyed. There it is. The Hall of Doom. Okay, budget. Who also voiced Judge Bergen in Final Fantasy XII, General Wellington from Corpse's Bride, and Mr. Rock Chewer from NeverEnding Story 3. Oh, that one. Thank God. I thought, I mean, listening, listening to this with my eyes, because I thought this was a Steve Bloom role. <laughs> Why hasn't Steve Bloom ever been Batman? Why hasn't he? It's like the perfect thing. Happy boy. This Gary Martin puts on a fucking spot on Steve Bloom impersonation in this fucking role. I swear to Christ. I thought it was cute. It's... I don't really like Little Big Planet that much, so I mean it was a good attempt, but it was it was definitely just a hey look at this cool thing to sell the game ha 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 yeah yeah it's cute what bat but it's 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 Batman trying to be cute but also really like dark and gritty but it's just like unless you have the volume way up it just sounds like guttural noises yeah, you know out of all the video games to have voice acting why Little Big Planet it's the most jarring thing in the world. Sack boys don't Especially uh, when you have these really abstract-looking characters that are just piles of shit that are just, like, talking in a British accent. I'm just like, okay, you can have Stephen Fry the narrator, fine. But why have voice acting? I don't even think it adds to... I mean, I think the, the way that the lips flap is kind of funny because it's like a sock puppet. Also... I just wanted to address that line that he says where it's like, I was a boy once. It's not even a joke. It's just like, get it? Batman's moody. He was happy boy. Happy boy. I mean, it's a, it's a spin-off voice actor. You know, like, there's nothing I can really say about it. But moving on, we got... Ben McKenzie from Batman Year One. Ladies, gentlemen, you've eaten well. You've eaten Gotham's wealth, its spirit, but your feast is nearly over. From this moment on, none of you are safe. You can never escape me. Nothing harms me, but I know pain. I know pain. Sometimes I share it with someone. This movie is so strange. Ben McKenzie's only other voice acting role would be Detective James Gordon in Gotham. Which is very sure. ironic, considering that Batman Year One is actually a James Gordon story through and through. And have you not seen this movie? No, but as it is a James Gordon movie with James Gordon taking center stage, the Batman does sound very side stage. Yeah, Batman is barely in this. They only call it Batman Year One for the sake of marketing. Yeah, for the sake yeah. of branding. branding. It's a good movie, and I guess it still kind of fits, but it's still, it's still, it's kind of upsetting Not that you can't movie. sell just James Gordon in the title of something because this is a very satisfying movie where it's where it's like not only does James Gordon have to deal with this asshole narcissist dude on the force who keep bringing him down who he eventually beats the shit out of through sherlock holmes-esque analysis which is awesome it's like the in-depth calculating time. yeah exactly like well, first he's gonna do this gonna like do foreshadowing this. like like okay i've got to watch his stance because he's a big guy so he'll like swing down on me like that it's awesome and even a subplot where he's having an affair it gets wild, and Batman is just there every- just like, Hi, remember, this is still my movie. And likely so. Underperformance from Ben McKenzie. Yeah, I mean, the performance is wooden, though, I mean, it's Batman trying to get used to being Batman, so I guess that's understandable? Eh. It's these kind of gray areas that I hate, you know? Yeah. Speaking of something that's far beyond the gray, actually, that's on the gray scale, but far beyond gray, we're covering Plastic Man with Kevin Michael Richardson as the Bat. 
One dark night, I finally caught up with Eel. Party's over, Eel. You're a smart guy, O'Brien. We could use you on our side. You're a slippery one, Eel. That's how Eel O'Brien got away. If you see him, tell him to keep his nose clean. And give him this. Kevin Michael Richardson. This is a legendary voice actor. Ironically, he voiced one of the Jokers in the past. One of my favorite Jokers. The Beast Joker. And the only black guy to voice Batman, at least so far. Yeah, no, he's also voiced him before in the Riddler short. Where he plays Batman and Bruce Wayne. I love it. I think it's great. Oh, yeah, definitely. Michael Richardson knows how to hand things up just right, while also keeping within, like, his voice. Which is very heroic. Like, he's Cleveland Brown Jr. in the Cleveland show. In American Dad, he's the principal. Black Manta from The Brave and the Bold. He's also Morgan Freeman in the Jimmy and Timmy Power Hour 2. What? Oh, and Antari from Super Robot Monkey Team Hyperforce Go. Hey, twice in the same fucking episode. Yeah. I mean, not to put race into it, but just the black guy's black guy voice actor. You know, who always comes in, has a great job. Just just being a big booming voicing guy and i love him for that he's got a lot of range for his wacky notable like when you hear him you know that he gets kevin michael richardson but it's a good performance he's an overall amazing performer and that is very evident in plastic man i mean this batman kind of takes a back seat i think to everything else that's that's going on but it still is just like I'm Batman, I have a great presence, and I am fucking huge. It gives a very similar Bader, Daedric Bader attempt at the role, where he's a little comedic, but, like, respectfully so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we went, we went to a down spike with middling portions, then we went up to an up spike. And continuing the up spike, we have Kirk Thornton in Batman of Shanghai. Hand over the school, Bane. It's a very cool looking. It's probably my second favorite bat design. It's a great looking short. Catwoman is so fucking hot in this. Yes, she does. Also, Bane looks fucking goofy as shit, and I like it. <laughs> it's but a yes. Kirk. Kirk. Kirk Thornton. Actually, bit my own tongue on that. Klein from Sword Art Online, aka Best Character. Fight me. The game's shitty, anyways. Kisame from Naruto. And funnily enough, he also voiced a Fist of the North Star character. Darren Norris voiced Rey in the original English dub, and he voiced Toki in Fist of the North Star Lost Paradise. Oh shit, Gabumon, I forgot about that. Has that reboot come out yet? We should watch that. The reboot of the of, of Adventure One? Yeah. No, thank you. I'm burnt out of Adventure One. <laughs> Very burnt out. Like, shut the fuck up about Adventure 1! Shut the fuck up! What's wrong with Adventure 1? It's good! It was good the second time! Stop bringing it up a fifth time! This oh, is the fifth fucking time! Too much nostalgia? Too- No, that's fucking milking a dead horse! I agree with that. I mean, you don't- All this effort in fucking reviving Adventure 1, you could turn Cyber Sleuth into a fucking anime! <laughs> oh, right, that video game. Cyber Sleuth's a great fucking game! And it's very anime! Make it a fucking anime! Don't give us Adventure 1 for the fifth fucking time! I think they should make Christ! Frontiers- I think they should make Frontiers 2, don't you think so? They should at least do a re they should at least do a fucking revisit to both Tamers and Frontier and give Data Squad a little bit of a revamp. You know, focus on the rest of the fucking things. Shit, you watched Data Squad? I liked Data Squad. Was that the one where, just... where the Agumon was with the other kid? No. This is a different Agumon. Yeah, I I know it's a different Agumon, but it's the guy where the guy literally gets the uh, the gets the ability to digivolve his Digimon by literally punching a Digimon and transferring its energy, and then turning into Geogramon. 
you know what always annoyed me about Digimon was was just it felt inconsistent the way that Digivolving happened. You know, it's... and to be perfectly honest, the way that Digimon Digimon's always evolved due to a surge of data. It's just that in Data Squad, there's natural data energy going through the air. So, for example, Marcus, one of both of Marcus's other partners, can pull the can pull the energy from the air, and that's how they digivolve their Digimon. You know, th th they literally grab the execution code. Okay. In Adventure One, they use the devices to activate the activate the codes. You know, boop boop boop, activate code. In Adventure 2, they did the same thing, but then they also had upgrades, uh, side grades with the with the eggs, which were basically just executable programs. And you could switch and swap between them, too. And in 3rd, you needed Digimodify. You needed the cards. So, when you needed the cards, that's the execution program. In Frontier, they had to produce it from their own code, because by being entered into the digital world, they had their own innate kind of data. And using their data, they awaken the beast spirits, or the ancient spirits, the legendary warriors. Except for the ones that were natively Digimon. That's why they don't need the devices, they just transform automatically. Because they are living data. They have the executable inside their coding. And in Data Squad, you needed to collect enough for an executable program. Since Marcus didn't know how to do it on a whim, he had to steal it from another Digimon by literally punching it in the face. I'm just saying in the face is just a hyperbole of what he does. He, 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 he hits the fucking hmm. That was a good series. Yeah, that... I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I just get really heated about Digimon. I didn't realize. Yeah. Uh, Kirk Thornton. Great Batman. Great job. Not much to see. He doesn't talk, but still, great short. Love it. Well, he does talk. He says, like, two words. Well, a few short few words. He does get the tone down. I agree. He doesn't have the gravel that Batman is stereotyped, that, that character that usually actors are typecasted for. But he does have that, he does have his own unique flavor of dark, dark, deep voice. It's a subtle but appreciative taste. Remind me of Crispin Freeman, actually. It does. This strange hybrid of gentle but still also can kick your ass. Gentle and stern. Although I have to be very stern about the next one, Sean Schemmel sucks as Batman. A petty thief wouldn't have been able to crack the master's safe. Master Bruce, I know more than anyone how much that necklace means to you. This isn't about the necklace. She was testing for fingerprints in the manor, Alfred. Usually it's the cops who test for prints, not the crooks. I want to know what's going on. Looks like she's in a limo. Sean Shemmel's just a weird case. He's known for voicing Goku, mostly. He was also Velian Crawler in Yu-Gi-Oh, GX, and Gaston in the original Berserk dub. Oh, and Gonard in Kappa Mikey! Also Scar in Wu Lin Warriors! God, I hate that show, and I hate what they did to fucking Thunderbolt Fantasy. That's the new one from the Monica guy, right? No. I, I know that there was a new one of those from that guy, though. Now, the creator of Wulin Warriors originally created a puppet, an action puppet drama in China called Thunderbolt Fantasy. Okay. Thunderbolt Fantasy was very marketable as it's a literally puppet book, so making puppets is very easy. And since four kids thought that was profitable, they adapted it over in the States, and then they created Wulin Warriors, which had Matt Hill. There's a character. Who's supposed to be the thing? His thing is he's supposed to be very fucking silent all the time. He's quiet, but because dead air. Hey, let's get a pizza. Don't shut up about fucking pizza. It really sucks that Americans cannot respect silence. Did you know that Miyazaki Miyazaki movies had scenes that were silent? But when it was dubbed over to America and localized, they actually added music into those scenes. Yes. It's such shit. 
We should do comparisons on all dumb. those Studio Ghibli films, though, because I know that they have more than one version. But yeah, you know, just trying to do the Christian Bale thing, which I get it. It's a Dark Knight Rises mobile game, so it's like, what do you expect? But still, it's like, are you really here for this? You know, are you going to be excited to hear Sean Ch Well, maybe there's someone who get excited to hear Goku voicing Batman, but... It's just like the getting very deep and low, and this is the voice that I'm doing now. Can I have 50 bucks, please? Yeah. Have you ever listened to Goku? The voice, Sean Jemmel's voice for him is, is such an anomaly. He both sounds like an adult and a kid at the same time, and it's totally believable. He can do a lot, it's just he does not do it. No. We do have a good one, though, from Robocop himself, Peter Weller, in the Batman The Dark Knight Returns movies. Do you know who I am, punk? And your worst nightmare? The kind that makes you wake up screaming for your mother. You're in no position to negotiate. Let me show you. That was a nerve bundle in your deltoid. Might not have hurt, but you won't be moving that arm for a while. You don't get it, son. This isn't a mud hole. It's an operating table. And I'm the surgeon. God, ouch, Jay Murphy. Stop clowning around, Joker, or there will be trouble. Like I'm sorry to rain on your parade, Harley. God, I wish they would have given more opportunities to fucking do Robocop one-liners. <laughs> That would have been fucking perfect. God, the voice is so good. It just hits you so hard immediately. Instead, while also his portrait on BTVA looking like Clint Eastwood, he also gives a performance like Clint Eastwood for Batman, which is very fitting, surprisingly. How do you mean? Oh, I am. Punk. It's very dirty Harry, and I love it. Oh, yeah. Has, has Peter, ever, Peter Weller ever done like a deep voice like this before? Um, I'm sure he's acted in other things, but no, I, I, I hear, I hear Robocop. I just hear Robocop who had his speech mod, his speech reverberator in, uh, amplified. So it's a lot of reverb and a lot more damp. <laughs> okay. I haven't seen this. Well, I've seen the scene where he breaks Joker's neck. That's about all I've seen. Oh, and also him kicking the shit out of Batman, but I haven't seen this movie yet. Uh-huh. Have you? How is it? Is it good? I didn't see it either. Cool, let's move on. Patrick Seitz in Batman 2013. That is if you can hear him. Yeah, barely. That's the idea, Alfred. I'll need that train as light as possible. You must have been confused with someone else. I don't get it. But, um... Patrick Seitz, for you fans out there. Um, Endeavor from My Hero Academia. Barton Roche from Nino Cooney. Frankie from One Piece. Super! And the English voice of Dio Brando. And for what we can hear amongst all the garble that's going on with the... It just sounds like a Kevin Conroy. I don't hate it, but... I don't hate it, but I don't favorite either i'm not gonna yeah exactly i'm not gonna i'm not gonna ramp on it it yeah, looks gonna, like a low budget production of what it was doing i'm not gonna yeah there's not much to really take away from it although jesus who the hell recorded this? everyone else in this oh right this is the batman arcade game from 2013 which i played yeah. it once and died immediately so that's my experience with it I, all i knew it was a game all i knew it was a fun game, just like piloting a vehicle and stopping other of his rogues galleries vehicles, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And for some reason, I'm behind the voice actors, all the audio clip for everyone else sounds fine. This one sounds like it was legitimately recorded in an arcade. Where it's like, how do you eat? Ugh, God. One thing about this is that I only just realized Mr. Freeze... Penguin and Scarecrow are all voiced by the original voice of Bubsy. <laughs> Which, first of all, full circle, baby! <laughs> hey, 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 
also, I was not expecting this. Him voicing Bubsy in like 93, this really seems like one of those things of like, yep, this is all I'm going to do. Maybe one or two bit parts, but besides that, I'm going to go and work at Blockbuster for the rest of my life until it closes down. <laughs> so, you know what? Cool. Got a paycheck. Got to voice some great villains. Oh, right, but we were talking about Batman. Uh, whatever. It's a whatever Batman. And I kind of feel the same way for Roger Craig Smith. Alfred, who do you see when you look at me? The boy whose shoes you used to tie every morning? The teenager you drove to his first date? While you are here every night, I am out there. The only thing between the innocent you and the may predator. Be. No, not maybe. I am. When the mugger or the thief stops to think twice, that is fear. That is what I am. That is why they hired assassins, because I am the reason the criminals breathe easier when the sun rises. So no, Alfred, I am not in over my head. Tonight will not be my end, but it will be theirs. I like his Roger Craig Smith. Deidre from Sonic the Hedgehog, most and foremost. Sonic, the most modern, except for the movie. Voice of Sonic the Hedgehog, Deidre from Naruto. And, surprisingly, Captain America. Captain America. It's definitely him trying to do his own thing, but stay in the guidelines, you know, the, the well-defined lines. But he does a good job at being an independent. I would consider his his own smaller category in, like, the big three comparisons. He's like an in-between of Conroy and Vader. Honestly, I no. I haven't given myself enough time to think about it, but yeah, I I get that. I mean, Roger Craig Smith is a great voice actor. Yeah, he seems like a really cool dude too. And the way that you kind of put it, it is yeah yeah, but it's like, what can you do with Batman at this point? You know, I mean, this was Arkham Origins, so it was a continuation of the Arkham series. God, I hate that game. Like how that is series. it's baffling how boring it is. I don't get it. Because there's all that space and nothing to do, and the combat is not satisfying to go through. It's so bizarre. C because when I played it, I was like, am I just sick of the Batman Arkham combat? And I went straight back to City. I'm like, nope, I'm just having an awesome time here. Which, by the way, Arkham Knight goes straight back to being boring again. Man, what a downfall of a series. Anyway, Batman in Origins, and I get it, he's a newer Batman, comes off as a massive prick, which ironically, is the most variety Close. that I get out of Smith when he is voicing Batman. He's kind of a dick. He's he's a dick, but you know that he's trying to be a dick. Yeah, like Sonic. I mean, for the love of God, there's a scene in this game where Alfred tries to get him to stop, and he's just like, No, stop! This is how I cope with my parents' death. And Alfred fails to <laughs> stop him. And I'm like, don't, don't bully Alfred. Alfred, I like Alfred. He's just looking out for you, dude. Yeah, but sometimes you gotta protest against your parent. Yeah. I mean, I guess for that, I like Craig Smith because it did make me legitimately pissed off at this Batman, so <laughs> great job that you caught a reaction out of me, but everything else I feel like it's just kind of... Yeah, I don't know. It's definitely independent. Not exactly the <laughs> best cast that we've gone through this week, is it? A lot of middling out. I can tell a definite worst. Oh yeah, what's that? The worst is Mackenzie. Really? It's a tie between Mackenzie, Sykes, and Baldwin. Well, how else are you going to judge it? Um, for best tie between Darren Norris and Kevin Michael. Really? Weirdest, Kirk Thornton. As I just really spicy. I call it weird because I can't classify it amongst because there's only like two seconds of audio, but holy shit, is it a fucking firecracker experience? I agree. You know, it's it's explosive, but then it fizzles out really quick. But if 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 we're gonna if we're gonna discredit that, weirdest will go to Peter Weller as Robocop. Now I want to cross over with Batman and Robocop. It's probably happened in the comics already, you never know. Yeah, I mean they had one with TMNT. I know there was a Superman versus Terminator comic. Anyway, best is 
Oh, God. Oh, God. You know what? It's a tie between Richardson's and Weller. Nice. You, you fucking won me over, you prick. I'm doing ties now. Ha, ha, ha. Weirdest is Ben McKenzie because he is a Batman in a not-Batman movie. And also the fact that he is strangely Jim Gordon in Gotham, but it's a focused on Jim Gordon movie here. And also, Brian Cranston voices Jim Gordon here, which he's great, but then when Batman v Superman came out, he was, like, refusing the role for some reason, like he didn't do it before? What's the deal? I don't know. It's it's a whole weird history thing that I might want to dig into. But weirdest is Mackenzie, and worst I'm gonna give to Gary Martin, the little big planet guy. I forgot he was a thing. Yeah. How did you feel about Norris, though? Honest opinion. As compared to everyone else. I like it. He really has this natural... His voice is so good in so many situations to be that natural, cool guy kind of thing. It's it's funny, though, because this isn't the only thing that's titled DC Super Friends. We're going to be talking about this next week, but there's another short series in 2013 called The Same Thing. So I started doing research on that one, where he's voiced by this dude, Mark Galliardi. And so I listened to it, and I was like, oh, wow, he sounds nothing like Darren Norris. <laughs> Great job, dude. I don't believe it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I was that stupid. But then I look into it, and it's like, nope, it's the wrong one. And I look, and then I watch it, the real one, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's definitely Darren Norris doing Batman. My, although I really enjoy John Cassirer's The Joker, just, of course. I love John Cassirer at these very as these very strange characters, you know, just a very quirky type of guy. Of course, John Kassir would be voicing Joker the same way he voiced Deadpool at one point. But Darren Norris, you know what it is? It is a great comic book voice. Like, like the, he is like the way that super, he's the perfect voice that you would want for a super friends reboot thing. Yeah, I'm I'm about to link in the general chat one of my favorite Darren Norris Darren Norris voices. It's just really silly. I'll put that in the show notes for you people. It's him being Pierce the Third from Dot Hack GU, where he is just over the top, really goofy and silly. He's mm, 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 grilled cheese, mm, tomato sauce, grilled cheese. <laughs> just a wonderful voice actor who I'm always happy to see. Especially because he could do both live action and animated stuff. He, he now he just needs to know how to sing and dance, and goddamn, he'd be a triple threat. Although I think he's doing pretty well for himself, regardless. Oh yeah, definitely. We love you, Darren. Please notice us. And if you guys want to see us doing pretty well for ourselves, follow us on our social medias at slash the voicecast, Twitter at the voicecast one, and follow us on your favorite podcast platforms at anchor.fm slash voicecasters. And we will see you guys next time for our finale of our Batman month. See you all next time. Happy finale. Peace out. Continuing the up spike, we have Kirk Gordon in Batman of Shanghai. Hand over the school vein. It's a very cool looking, probably my second favorite bat design. It's a great looking short. Catwoman is so fucking hot in this. Yes, she does. Also, Bane looks fucking goofy as shit, and I like it. <laughs> it's a yes, Kirk, Kirk, Kirk Thornton, actually bit my own tongue on that. Klein from Sword Art Online, aka Best Character, Fight Me, the game's shitty anyways. Kisame from Naruto. And funnily enough, he also voiced a Fist of the North Star character. Darren Norris voiced Rey in the original English dub, and he voiced Toki in Fist of the North Star Lost Paradise. Oh shit, Gobbamon, I forgot about that.
has that reboot come out yet? We should watch that. The reboot of the of of Adventure One. Yeah. No, thank you. I'm burnt out of Adventure One. Very burnt out. Like, shut the fuck up about Adventure One. Shut the fuck up. What's wrong with Adventure One? It's good. It was good the second time. Stop bringing it up a fifth time! This oh, is the fifth fucking time! Too much nostalgia? Too- No, that's fucking milking a dead horse! I agree with that. I mean, you don't- All this effort in fucking reviving Adventure 1, you could turn Cyber Sleuth into a fucking anime! <laughs> oh, right, that video game. Cyber Sleuth's a great fucking game! And it's very anime! Make it a fucking anime! Don't give us Adventure 1 for the fifth fucking time! I think they should make Christ! Frontiers. I think they should make Frontiers 2, don't you think so? They should at least do a re they should at least do a fucking revisit to both Tamers and Frontier and give Data Squad a little bit of a revamp. You know, focus on the rest of the fucking things. Shit, you watched Data Squad? I liked Data Squad! Was that the one it where, just... where the Agumon was with the other kid? No. This is a different Agumon. Yeah, I, I know it's a different Agumon, but... It's the guy where the guy literally gets the uh, the gets the ability to digivolve his Digimon by literally punching a Digimon and transferring its energy. And then turning into Geogramon. You know what always annoyed me about Digimon was... Was just... It felt inconsistent the way that Digivolving happened. You know, it's... And, to be perfectly honest, the way that Digimon... Digimon's always evolved due to a surge of data. It's just that in Data Squad, there's natural data energy going through the air. So, for example, Marcus, one of, both of Marcus's other partners can pull the, can pull the energy from the air. And that's how they digivolve their Digimon. You know, they literally grab the execution code. Okay. In Adventure 1, they use the devices to activate the to activate the codes. You know, boop, 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 activate code. In Adventure 2, they did the same thing, but then they also had upgrades, uh, side grades with the, with the eggs, which were basically just executable programs. And you could switch and swap between them, too. And in 3rd, you needed Digimodify. You needed the cards. So when you needed the cards, that's the execution program. In Frontier, they had to produce it from their own code. Because by being entered into the digital world, they had their own innate kind of data. And using their data, they awakened the beast spirits, or the ancient spirits, the legendary warriors. Except for the ones that were natively Digimon. That's why they don't need the devices, they just transform automatically. Because they are living data. They have the executable inside their coding. And in Data Squad, you needed to collect enough for an executable program. Since Marcus didn't know how to do it on a whim, he had to steal it from another Digimon by literally punching it in the face. I'm just saying in the face is just a hyperbole of what he does. He, 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 he hits the fucking thing. Hmm. And that was a good series. Yeah, that... I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I just get really heated about Digimon. I didn't realize. Yeah. Uh, Kirk Thornton. Great Batman. Great job. Not much as he doesn't talk, but still great short. Love it. Well, he does talk. He says like two words. Well, with few short few words, he does get the tone down. I agree. He doesn't have the gravel that Batman is stereotyped that that character that usually actors are typecasted for. But he does have that. He does have his own unique flavor of dark, dark, deep voice. It's a subtle but appreciative taste. Remind me of Crispin Freeman, actually. It does. This strange hybrid of gentle, but still also can kick your ass. Gentle and stern. Although I have to be very stern about the next one. Sean Schemmel sucks as Batman. A petty thief wouldn't have been able to crack the Master's safe. Master Bruce, I know more than anyone how much that necklace means to you. This isn't about the necklace. She was testing for fingerprints in the manor, Alfred. Usually it's the cops who test for prints, not the crooks. I want to know what's going on. Looks like she's in a limo.
Sean Shemmel's just a weird face. He's known for voicing Goku mostly. He was also Velian Crawler in Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. And Gaston in the original Berserk dub. Owen oh, Gonard in Kappa Mikey! Also Scar in Wu Lin Warriors! God, I hate that show and I hate what they did to fucking Thunderbolt Fantasy. That's the new one from the Monica guy, right? No. I, I know that there was a new one of those from that guy, though. No, the creator of Woolen Warriors originally created a puppet, an action puppet drama in China called Thunderbolt Fantasy. Okay. Thunderbolt Fantasy was very marketable as it's a literally puppet book. So making puppets is very easy. And since four kids thought that was profitable, they adapted it over on, in the States. And then they created Woolen Warriors, which had Matt Hill. The, the, there, there's a character who's supposed to be the thing. His thing is he's supposed to be very fucking silent all the time. He's quiet, but because dead air. Hey, let's get a pizza. Uh, I won't shut up about fucking pizza. It really sucks that Americans cannot respect silence. Did you know that? Miyazaki Miyazaki movies had scenes that were silent, but when it was dubbed over to America and localized, they actually added music into those scenes. Yes. It's such shit. We should do comparisons on all dumb. those Studio Ghibli films, though, because I know that they have more than one version. But yeah, you know, just trying to do the Christian Bale thing, which... I get it, it's a Dark Knight Rises mobile game, so it's like, what do you expect? But still, it's like, are you really here for this? You know, are you going to be excited to hear Sean Ch Well, maybe there's someone who get excited to hear Goku voicing Batman, but it's just like the, getting very deep and low, and this is the voice that I'm doing now. Can I have 50 bucks, please? Yeah. Have you ever listened to Goku... The voice, Sean Jemmel's voice for him is, is such an anomaly. He both sounds like an adult and a kid at the same time, and it's totally believable. He can do a lot, it's just he does not do No. We do have a good one, though, from Robocop himself, Peter Weller, in the Batman The Dark Knight Returns movies. nightmare. The kind that makes you wake up screaming for your mother. You're in no position to negotiate. Let me show you. That was a nerve bundle in your deltoid. Might not have hurt, but you won't be moving that arm for a while. You don't get it, son. This isn't a mud hole. It's an operating table. And I'm the surgeon. God, Alex J. Murphy. Stop clowning around, Joker, or there will be trouble. Like I'm sorry to rain on your parade, Harley. God, I wish they would have given more opportunities to fucking do Robocop one-liners. <laughs> that would have been fucking perfect. God, the voice is so good. It just hits you so hard immediately. Instead, while also his portrait on BTVA looking like Clint Eastwood, he also gives a performance, like... Clint Eastwood for Batman, which is very fitting, surprisingly. How do you, you mean? Who I am. Punk. It's very dirty Harry, and I love it. Oh, yeah. Has, has Peter, ever, Peter Weller ever done, like, a deep voice like this before? Um, I'm sure he's acted in other things, but... No, I, I, I hear... I hear Robocop. I just hear Robocop, who had his speech mod... His speech reverberator in, uh, amplified, so it's a lot of reverb and... A lot more damn. <laughs> okay. I haven't seen this... Well, I've seen the scene where he breaks Joker's neck. That's about all I've seen. Oh, and also him kicking the shit out of Batman, but I haven't seen this movie yet. Uh-huh. Have you? How is it? Is it good? I didn't see it either. Cool. Let's move on. Patrick Seitz in Batman 2013. That is if you can hear him. Yeah, barely. Oh, <laughs> no. 
I don't get it. But, um, Patrick Sykes, for you fans out there, um, Endeavor from My Hero Academia, Barton Roche from Nino Cooney, Frankie from One Piece, Super! And the English voice of Dio Brando. And for what we can hear amongst all the garble that's going on with the... It just sounds like a Kevin Conroy. I don't hate it, but... I don't hate it, but I don't favor it either. I'm not gonna... Yeah, exactly. I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna ramp on it. It yeah, looks gonna... like a low-budget production of what it was doing. I'm not gonna... Yeah, there's not much to really take away from it. Although, Jesus Christ... Who the hell recorded this? Everyone else in this... Oh, right. This is the Batman arcade game from 2013, which I played yeah. it once and died immediately, so that's my experience with it. I, all I knew it was a game. All I knew. It was a fun game, just like piloting a vehicle and stopping other of his rogues galleries vehicles, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And for some reason, I'm behind the voice actors. All the audio clip for everyone else sounds fine. This one sounds like it was legitimately recorded in an arcade. Where it's like, how do you eat... Ugh, God. One thing about this is that I only just realized Mr. Freeze, Penguin, and Scarecrow are all voiced by the original voice of Bubsy. <laughs> Which, first of all, full circle, baby! <laughs> hey, hey, hey. But also, I was not expecting... This... Him voicing Bubsy in, like, 93, this really seems like one of those things of, like, yep, this is all I'm going to do. Maybe one or two bit parts, but besides that, I'm going to go and work at Blockbuster for the rest of my life until it closes down. <laughs> so, you know what? Cool. Got a paycheck. Got to voice some great villains. Oh, right, but we were talking about Batman. Uh, whatever. It's a whatever Batman. And I kind of feel the same way for Roger Craig Smith. Alfred, who do you see when you look at me? The boy whose shoes you used to tie every morning? The teenager you drove to his first date? While you are here every night, I am out there. The only thing between the innocent you and the predatory. You may be! No, not may be. I am. When the mugger or the thief stops to think twice, that is fear. That is what I am. That is why they hired assassins, because I am the reason the criminals breathe easier when the sun rises. So no, Alfred, I am not in over my head. Tonight will not be my end, but it will be theirs. I like his... Roger Craig Smith. Deidre from Sonic the Hedgehog, most and foremost. Sonic, the most modern, except for the movie. Voice of Sonic the Hedgehog, Deidre from Naruto. And, surprisingly, Captain America. Captain America. It's definitely him trying to do his own thing, but stay in the guidelines, you know, the, the well-defined lines. But he does a good job at being an independent. I would consider his his own smaller category in, like, the big three comparisons. He's like an in-between of Conroy and Vader. Honestly, I no. I haven't given myself enough time to think about it, but yeah, I I get that. I mean, Roger Craig Smith is a great voice actor. Yeah, he seems like a really cool dude too. And the way that you kind of put it, it is yeah yeah, but it's like, what can you do with Batman at this point? You know? I mean, this was Arkham Origins, so it was a continuation of the Arkham series. God, I hate that game. Like how that is series. it's baffling how boring it is. I don't get it. Because there's all that space and nothing to do, and the combat is not satisfying to go through. It's so bizarre. C because when I played it, I was like, am I just sick of the Batman Arkham combat? And I went straight back to City. I'm like, nope, I'm just having an awesome time here. Which, by the way, Arkham Knight goes straight back to being boring again. <laughs> Man, what a downfall of a series. Anyway, Batman in Origins, and I get it, he's a newer Batman, comes off as a massive prick, which ironically, is the most variety Close. that I get out of Smith when he is voicing Batman. He's kind of a dick. He's he's a dick, but you know that he's trying to be a dick. 
Yeah, like Sonic. I mean, for the love of God, there's a scene in this game where Alfred tries to get him to stop, and he's just like, No, stop! This is how I cope with my parents' death. And Alfred fails to <laughs> stop him. And I'm like, don't don't bully Alfred. I like Alfred. He's just looking out for you, dude. Yeah, but sometimes you gotta protest against your parent. Yeah. I mean, I guess for that, I like Craig Smith because it did make me legitimately pissed off at this Batman. So <laughs> great job that you caught a reaction out of me. But everything else, I feel like it's just kind of, yeah, I don't know. It's definitely independent. Not exactly the mm-hmm. best cast that we've gone through this week, is it? A lot of middling out. I can tell a definite worst. Oh, yeah, what's that? The worst is Mackenzie. Really? It's a tie between Mackenzie, Sykes, and Baldwin. Well, how else are you going to judge it? Um, For best, tie between Darren Norris and Kevin Michael. Really? Weirdest, Kirk Thornton. As I just... Really spicy. I call it weird because I can't classify it amongst because there's only like two seconds of audio, but holy shit, is it a fucking firecracker experience. I agree. You know... It's it's explosive, but then it fizzles out really quick. But if 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 we're gonna discred- if we're gonna discredit that, weirdest will go to Peter Weller as RoboCop. Now I want to cross over with Batman and RoboCop. It's probably happened in the comics already. You never know. Yeah, I mean they had one with TMNT. I know there was a Superman versus Terminator comic. Anyway, best is oh god, oh god. You know what? It's a tie between Richardson's and Weller. You, nice. you fucking won me over, you prick. I'm doing ties now. Ha ha ha! Weirdest is Ben McKenzie because he is a Batman in a not-Batman movie. And also the fact that he is strangely Jim Gordon in Gotham, but it's a focused on Jim Gordon movie here. And also, Brian Cranston voices Jim Gordon here, which he's great. But then when Batman v Superman came out, he was, like, refusing the role for some reason. Like, he didn't do it before. What's the deal? I don't know. It's it's a whole weird history thing that I might want to dig into. But weirdest is Mackenzie. And worst I'm going to give to Gary Mark, the little big planet guy. I forgot he was a thing. Yeah. How did you feel about Norris, though? Honest opinion. As compared to everyone else. I like it. He really has this natural... His voice is so good in so many situations to be that natural, cool guy kind of thing. It's it's funny, though, because this isn't the only thing that's titled DC Super Friends. We're going to be talking about this next week, but there's another short series in 2013 called The Same Thing. So I started doing research on that one, where he's voiced by this dude, Mark Galliardi. And so I listened to it, and I was like, oh, wow, he sounds nothing like Darren Norris. <laughs> Great job, dude. I don't believe it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I was that stupid. But then I look into it, and it's like, nope, it's the wrong one. And I look, and then I watch it, the real one, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's definitely Darren Norris doing Batman. My, although I really enjoy John Casera's The Joker, just... Of course. I love John Cassier at these very as these very strange characters, you know, just the very quirky type type of guy. Of course John Cassier would be voicing Joker the same way he voiced Deadpool at one point. But Darren Norris You know what it is? It is a great comic book voice. Like like the, He is like the way that super he's the perfect voice that you would want for a Super Friends reboot thing. Yeah, I'm I'm about to link in the general chat. One of my favorite Darren Norris Darren North voices. It's just really silly. I'll put that in the show notes for you people. It's him being Pyrrhus III from .hackgu, where he is just over the top, really goofy and silly. He's, mm, 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 grilled cheese, mm, tomato sauce, grilled cheese. <laughs> just a wonderful voice actor who I'm always happy to see. Especially because he could do both live action and animated stuff. He, he 
Now he just needs to know how to sing and dance, and goddamn, he'd be a triple threat. Although I think he's doing pretty well for himself regardless. Oh yeah, definitely. We love you, Darren. Please notice us. And if you guys want to see us doing pretty well for ourselves, follow us on our social medias at slash the voicecast, Twitter at the voicecast one, and follow us on your favorite podcast platforms at anchor.fm slash voicecasters. And we will see you guys next time for our finale of our Batman month. See you all next time. Happy finale. Peace out.